Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Miracast, Wild Dreamer Productions' very own podcast, where we tell you everything you need to know, need to hear about theatre, about dance, about the performing arts in Gold Coast, in Australia, in New Zealand, Auckland, and everywhere in the world. I am your host, I'm George, and I am joined today by Joanne. Joanne, hello. Hey, George, how are you? I am fantastic, as I am just every time. How are you going today? Yeah, wonderful. Busy day as usual, but good. That's how we like it. Busy as always, and especially you. But um, what do you get busy um, getting up to? What do you What do you do for Mira? How are you part of the team this year? So I am in PR, and now a lot of people don't know exactly what PR is. A lot of people get PR confused with PA. I'm not a personal assistant. I'm a public relations professional. So basically, um, I went to university. I have a degree in public relations. And what public relations is, is securing positive media for your clients, whether that be an individual, uh, whether that be a business, or in this case with Mira, it is a stage production, so a live event. Uh, So basically, my job is to work alongside yourself George and people who work in marketing so it's PR is not a standalone uh, thing it is something that is done in conjunction with a marketing plan so um, basically yes my job is to get the word out there through um, the media Um, so in a less paid advertising kind of way more PR is a more organic thing it's something that um it's less contrived it's uh it's it's basically making something a new story so um yeah. it's it's not a paid advertising type uh, gig yeah basically that kind of connecting with the the kind of local media outlets and and getting them talking hopefully great things about the clients about mira about the show um and just get that get the buzz creating the hype around the show I guess that's that's what you bring to the team every single day um but you haven't only been a part of the team for this year have you it it stretches back a little bit further than just 2019 that's correct Uh, basically Artie reached out to me early last year um she uh, had identified a need to obviously start um reaching out to the wider community about the production and she wanted to do so through the media. Um, she wanted to. Uh, she wanted um, more people to, to come to know about Mira, what it was all about, and obviously to um, sell more tickets to you know to people who didn't who weren't already familiar with the stage production. And so um, yeah, so basically she reached out to me at a time when I was um, at pretty much close to my quota because. I am a boutique PR agency, so it is really me and then I work alongside a, a small team. Um, but she was very persistent. She had been following my work for a while, which is very flattering, and she wanted me to come on board. So um, it was really worked well because I think, if I remember correctly, I had a retainer finishing up um, with a client who was um, – I'd actually been promoting – you know, a, a you know, short-term project for them. And mm. so it worked really nicely that I could come on board with um, Artie and the, the team Mira. 
That's awesome. And I must say, it has been so great to have you on that team since the very, very inception of Mira. Because we've seen so many great things, not only the the countless and countless news stories that we've seen everywhere, um, but with also things like appearing on the local news here on the Gold Coast. I remember when we did our flash mob here, they've just done another flash mob now. Um, obviously, we've had Artie appear on TVNZ on their breakfast show. We've had so many awesome PR things happening basically since the very start but where do you how do you how do you go about doing that like how how do you sit there and go you know what we need to get Mira on the news okay let's make it happen how does that pan out so um and and this really it's it's interesting especially as I said because a lot of people don't really um, unless for some reason they're they've either studied PR or have engaged PR um, a lot of people aren't all that familiar with PR and how it works. So um, I, I, I find it great, great thing to educate people about what PR is. So um, it, I say to any new client who might uh, contact me and, and not, not completely familiar with PR, that it's about, um, you know, there's man, bite, man bites dog and there's dog bites man. You know, no one really cares about the dog biting man. It's the man biting the dog that, that is interesting. So, you know, that's that's what we that's what I need to like. So for in the case in the case of Mira, I sat down with Artie and we had long discussions and then um, we brought in uh, other members of the team. We had a lot of brainstorming and trying to find what it is about Mira that is unique, that what is different, what is newsworthy and what it is then that I can craft into um, a media release with a news um, angle. So, you know, we we have, and this is, as I said, it, it doesn't matter whether it's Mira or if it's um, aged care or um, a real estate or a restaurant or, I mean, I have beauty, beauty pageant queens and beauty pageant systems as clients. It doesn't matter what um, you're in. It's all about finding what it is unique about what it is you want want to secure that media coverage for. So um, that's really that's where it all started with me and Mira and, and Artie is we we discussed what was the you know the most newsworthy points and then we ran from there. Well I guess that both you and I and, and Artie and a, a lot of the team involved have had a, a really special perspective to see a lot of these different kind of special parts of the show and these different unique um, elements to it. Um, but there are also a lot of people, not only on our team, but also in Auckland who have never really seen Mirror or any, any, have any kind of idea about it. So what are some of these unique things for some people who might not know? What is it that makes Mirror special from just a typical run-of-the-mill theatre show? I'm glad you've asked. So what, <laughs> um, I guess the main, the main points that, and of course it's, not only what I come up with as a PR professional, it's also from those discussions with the client, what it is that is important to them. And then that's when it often links into what I spoke about earlier with a marketing strategy. So, um, you know, there are a key messages that a, a client wants to get out there. So in Artie's case, she wanted to really, and that was the first media release that we really distributed, was heavy on the fact that there's more to Indian performing arts than Bollywood. So I guess 
what Wild Dreamers uh, Productions is all about is breaking down stereotypes, breaking down barriers, um, you know, not conforming to what is expected of maybe a particular genre. And um, in the case of, of Mira, you know, Artie was very passionate about um, taking all religious aspects out of, of, the, um, of the production. So it was something that could and would um, appeal to everybody. So it was globally palatable, as Artie used to say, or still says to, to <laughs> this day. Um, and so we really wanted to um, appeal to a wider audience and, and not, not just people thinking, oh, great, this is a Bollywood show. Well, Bollywood's fab. Everyone loves Bollywood. Artie loves Bollywood. It's great. But this is not what Mira is about. Um, and so that was really our first media release was about really making that clear um, that, you know, there, there was more to Indian arts than, than just Bollywood. And then other aspects that we really ran with were what I felt to be really special about Mira was the fact that um, Artie had, was you know, a one, one woman to start with who, I mean, I loved the story. It brought me to tears at the um, Curtain Razor event on the Gold Coast when she got up on stage and talked about the fact that she walked into the, um, the beautiful arts theatre at Hotter looking for a, a venue for her Navrasa dance school end-of-year performance. And then when she stood in that grand theatre and looked around and looked at the big stage and thought, nope, this is my dream. I've been thinking about Mira for 14 years. This is what I want to do. And she turned to the lady and said, I'm, I'm booking the room. I'm booking, booking it. And the woman from Hodder said to her, well, what, what is it that, what, sorry, what is it that you are putting on? She said, I'm putting on a stage show Mira. And then she rang up her husband and said, I've just booked an 1100 seat theatre for Mira. And um, I don't have any cast. I don't uh, you know, have any crew. And he just said, you know, if this is what you want to do, I'll back you. And I just thought it was a beautiful thing. I do. I think it's one of the best stories about about Mira is, is that inception story for Mira, because it is. It's it's such a special one. I'm looking at my arms now with goosebumps because it, it is. It's it's a really, a really special one. And how it wasn't really anyone telling Artie to do anything. It was just this this surge, this push, this universal force that was like, no, Mira must come to life now. And and here we are, yeah. and we are, and we're we're breaking down those those barriers, and it is something that is so important not only to us at Wild Dreamer, but I think in the world now is is breaking down these stereotypes, breaking down barriers. There are so many people on this earth, and so many different people, and putting up boundaries just makes things harder and more difficult. And and Wild Dreamer Productions is a shining example of that, and it's something that we're very proud of. Is it something that you've ever really seen much of in the media or, or any kind of other organisations taking this much of a, a real stance on, on breaking down these kind of stereotypes? Well, I haven't personally worked with a client um, before um, in, in, in exactly, to be honest with you, some are similar but different in their, um, you know, their stances or their feelings on certain issues that they um, are certainly coming out with um, coming out with statements or or feelings or, or you know a, that 
not controversial, but, you know, they're actually speaking their truth. And I have a mm. few clients who are definitely like that. But what I appreciate about Artie is that you know, she has the gut to stand up. And, like, we just had a really long – and I'm, I know she won't mind me talking about this because um, this was, was the crux of one of our most recent sort of media releases or whatever you want to call it, sort of reach out, reach out to media – was about the fact that Artie was getting some feedback that, oh, um, oh yes, Mira, sounds great. I'll, I'll be sure to tell my Indian friends about that. And, um, and you know, she was receiving some feedback as well that, oh, you know, um, Mira, you know, may not get some of the attention that it should because it's maybe a bit too Indian or and, – and we can take – Indian out of it. it it's not anything against Indian people or Indians it's just anything that is maybe cultural or or maybe more niche or not completely mainstream here or not in, home example, yeah right? not homegrown here in a western culture yeah, or something like that. even though correct. Mira was conceived and written and brought to life here on the Gold Coast but it, its origins rest in in a different country different culture so Exactly. Um, so yeah, but basically, yeah, that was um, that really. And Artie is obviously to be doing this in the first place. She's very passionate about this, which which is wonderful to see people with passion. And and she said, Joe, I need to speak uh, about the fact. I need to put it out there as much as I can. That you know, the arts are going to suffer if this is how people if this is how people will choose, are going to choose to look at at a production, for example. I mean, it, it, it can apply to anything in general, can't it? Not just mm. a production, but just we'll use the production as an example. Um, you know, people can't just look at the arts and think, oh, this is too Indian or this is too this or too that. Or People have to be more open-minded and it's, it's like anything. It's like if you listen to new music or you know people don't want to listen to new music or don't want to give things a, a, anything a food anything mm. um people close-minded then they won't they're missing out they're, they're, they and as I said in this case the arts will suffer so um yeah Artie is very passionate about that and she wasn't afraid to step forward and she made a Facebook live at the time and um she really um, wore a heart on her sleeve and was emotional and, and really put her thoughts out there and, and was really well received and, you know, because she had the guts to, you know, to come out and say it. You know, I agree. And we all stand very strong in our beliefs, especially here at Wild Dreamer. And, and I think that is part of what makes what makes Mira that, that great experience and just so amazing is that there's so many cultures, not only in the... Uh, cultures in the show not only from the different styles of dance the different uh, costumes of different actual performers from all around the world because you're totally right it's just like someone only eating the food from the country that they're in and not ever exploring food from other places or other countries because it does once you get beneath the skin once you get actually to a person and just their mind we're all the same on the inside it, it's just a matter of where we're born and I think that's what makes mirror that 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 special show but how would you say if there was even like a, a, a 
terrible story that comes out tomorrow. Whatever happens, whether it's someone who just doesn't like the fact that the show is Indian or, or, or doesn't like something else, you know, something random. How would you handle a negative press situation? Like, how does that pan out? Does it just go like crisis mode at the PR and marketing agencies? Like, what happens? Well, I think it's like anything. You'd probably somewhat want to counteract or um, at the end of the day when, like, hey, let's, let's be truthful, Frank. Let's keep it real, as, as one would say. <laughs> when, it, when it comes down to um, anything that's subjective, you know, whether, I mean, this is especially when it comes to things like the arts um, or, or any anything to do with, um, when I say the arts, I don't just mean, you know, live theatre. I'm talking anything to do with anything um, creative, fashion, um, music, um, movies, um, books. I mean, anything that, that can be critiqued. I mean, at the end of the day, you're always going to have someone who loves something and, and someone who hates it, even even the most popular musicians of our time and artists, you know, there'll be millions of people who love Katy Perry and millions of people who hate her, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I think when if, if, if somebody like with a high profile, for example, highly regarded or respected was to give Mira or, or a um, stage show a scathing review, well, I mean, I guess all you can do, you can't really come out and... Um, you know, object it because you just will look pathetic. Um, you know, I guess I guess at the end of the day, you just need to keep pushing your message forward as to why it is what you do is great. If something went wrong, if there was a technical glitch or if, if something just unfortunate that was sort of beyond your control that happened, then you would address that and you would apologise and you would take necessary measures, you know, to um, obviously appease your audience or you know, who was there on the, on the night, et cetera. But, I mean, at the end of the day, in terms of um, creatives and creative, the creative sort of genre, you know, uh, I personally think that, you know, <laughs> I guess you counteract it by you get all of the people together who loved the production and you start, you know, doing your little vox pops with them and you push that out there to show, <laughs> okay, so XYZ didn't like it, but, hey, guess what? Thousands of others loved it, so... Absolutely. I, you know, I, I think about, I, we're in, ah, uh, I don't know if you watch it, but currently in our last season ever of, of Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm currently, currently up to date. I, I'm loving it, loving every, every episode. But recently, the, the most recent episode to Gone was one of the biggest production events ever for any kind of episode of TV show. And this TV show, this episode went for an hour and a half. It was so magnificent, so grande. It was phenomenal. Um, I personally thought, as with thousands of others, that it was an amazing cinematic piece of television. Um, but there was a lot of flack that they got for it as well, just off very just subjective opinions. And I, I think that is something that all the team at Wild Dreamer has, has demonstrated to be able to do very well, is, is stand strong for what they believe in. It was what the cast of Game of Thrones did when they knew that episode was so amazing. They stood true and they didn't listen to what those various other people said online, but they knew it was amazing. And I think that's very analogous with our Wild Dreamer team as well, is everyone stands strong and stands firm in these beliefs, in what they believe in for the show, and that the show is going to be this, what it should be, that they give it the justice it deserves. 
In terms of Game, Game of Thrones, I am the only person in the world who doesn't watch it. So I don't have Netflix. <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy watching the news, you see. Um, um, but um, is this the, the scene that I heard was like the most expensive um, scene or episode, uh, scene or something or episode that was ever made for a TV show? Is this what we're talking about, that particular episode? Yes, it was. Um, I'm, they spent something like... I think it's about $15 million, I think, off the top of my head. I'm just trying to have a quick look now. Um, can't find quickly. But, yeah, about $15 million they cost to produce this episode. They built an entire Croatian town in Dublin, uh, recreated it, weathered it, did uh, tons of amazing things. And everyone even in that city, whilst they were there, was giving them flack for, what are you doing here? This won't even look like what you want it to be, and was copping them flack. But they still continued and powered through what they were doing. And it has come to life to be in a, an amazing TV show, just like Miro is an amazing production show. Of course. Hey, you know what? And, and you know what? Um, I don't think it's actually going off topic, but, you know, one of my favourite phrases in life is, you know, you find your tribe, you know, and I always say this just about myself personally, you know, and I do possibly um, because I'm quite an extroverted person, um, you know, I can be quite polarising. So I'm well aware that, you know, people really either love me or they hate me. And I pff, I don't really care. I find <laughs> the people who love me. You know, I go, and, I go and seek out the people who love me. I don't go and seek out the people who hate me. So, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, and that, that completely applies to Mira. And, and this is, and this doesn't matter whether I'm referring to Mira or it's Phantom of the Opera or Book of Mormon or Chicago or anything, you know, at the end of the day, Mira is not going to be for everyone and Phantom of the Opera isn't going to be for everyone. Game of Thrones isn't going to be for everyone. Okay, certain things are going to take off and they're going to appeal to um, more people. They're going to appeal to the mainstream possibly more than, uh, you know, the niche or a, a, a small segment for example right but I mean at the end of the day I guess that's what your job is my job is and and really all of the cast and crew as ambassadors as you said of the show is our job is to find the people the tribe the mirrors tribe our job is to put it out there cast the net out as far and wide as we possibly can and we will reel the people in and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is we want as many people as possible to find out, to know about, to come to know about Mira and then our job, and that's my job, your job in marketing and, and everyone else's job is to, um, you know, basically educate, um, educate the public about what Mira is about and then there will be people who, you know, maybe take the time to read about it maybe watch some of the cool videos that you produce and think, hey, you know, this looks great, but it's not my cup of tea. Fantastic. No problem. But then you'll have people who will look at it and think, gee, this excites me. This is right up my alley. Oh, I love the costumes. Oh, I love the music. And wow, look at this large cast. And, and you know, I love, I love the excitement of live theatre and something new. And I want to be open-minded and I want to be entertained and not just same old, same old. Let's go. Let's go and buy a ticket and, and check this out. And they're um, our tribe. No, absolutely. You know, you want to it is. It is. And I must, I must be honest, it was it's the whole reason of kind of why I'm here this year is obviously I, I helped with our marketing and helped get everything off the ground last year. Um, but literally, I, I can't describe once I saw that show how 
my entire perspective on theater. I'd, I'd never been to a theater show. I'd never attended a theater. I'd never really done anything invested in the performance arts ever. I can't it believe was... it. I can't believe it. You were like an old hat when I when I was, um, you know, going to the dress rehearsal and, and the um, curtain raiser. You were there, like, with your Indian garb on. And I thought, oh, gosh, I actually can't believe you're saying this. I heard this on the – I listened to the podcast yesterday that you did with Arthi, and I think you sort of touched on this, and I was – I couldn't believe it because you just – I thought you were someone who was like a – theatre diehard <laughs> no never ever attended the theatre before Mira and it was Mira wow. and it was watching the cast and it was watching them on that stage during their dress rehearsal the day before the show that just totally blew my mind as to the power of theatre and the power that it can have on you and, and forming your perspectives and and all of it that goes with it it's just the, the phenomenal experience and I was so glad that I was involved in Mirror and hence got to see the show because otherwise I, I, I might not have, have visited and, and taken that leap myself. But now I have and I'm, I've never looked back. So. Oh, well, I think and just touching on as well what you asked me earlier about, um, you know, what it was that was newsworthy about Mirror. Um, so I touched on, you know, obviously a few things, but one, one of the other things that was to me truly remarkable which is what I'm always looking for as a PR professional is I'm looking for what is remarkable about a client or, you know, what it is I'm working with. And in Mira's case, it was not only the, the breaking of barriers, it was not just the fact that Artie had just come out of left field and said, that's it, I'm starting Wild Dreamer Productions and it's going to be a com unashamedly a commercial entity. You know, this is not a community project. This is something that is designed to be profitable and to give artists of the future and future generations of artists um, if a fighting chance at having a viable career in the arts. So if they were to go to their parents and say, hey, mum, hey, dad, I want to be a performer, I want to be a dancer, um, I, I want to work, um, you know, back of house or whatever it is, that it's not like, oh, hey, Jimmy, you need to have a backup plan or oh, you know, I think you should go to university and study this and, and you can do that on the side. And, you know, it needs to be just as strong as if Jimmy went to their parents and said, hey, I want to be a lawyer or I want to be a doctor or I want to be an engineer. You know, that, that's what Artie's all about. So that that's remarkable. What else is remarkable? As I said, one woman, one vision, one dream. I always say people have dreams. People always have dreams. We all have dreams. Artie actually got off her backside and did something about it. That's what makes her remarkable. Um, and then finally, it's, and we'll just talk about for now, the Gold Coast production, even though I know Auckland's underway and not underway, it's about to happen in a few weeks, but, um, and I'm sure it's exactly the same over there as well. But what I loved about the Gold Coast production is the fact that 300 people came together and they were so united um, in this in this one vision in this one goal it was such a beautiful thing I I've put a number of award submissions forward for Artie for you know nominating her for different awards and Mira for awards while Dreamer for awards and and I always touch on this concept of you know Artie is amazing and and everything else but what was also amazing was every single person that was involved they were there they showed up they were on time you know they were they these people were not 
you know, they were from all walks of life. You know, some people were specialist doctors at the top of the height of their career, you know, like, and they would put high priority on, on, you know, being part of this production. And, and I think that was what was really, truly special. What is truly special about Mira is that it was, it was like this uniting and bringing together of the community for one common goal. So that was something particularly special that I got a lot of great media off the back of. I'm totally not surprised because it is, it is something that is so, so special and, and really what makes Mira, Mira makes it what it is and, and makes the show that huge success. But for everybody who had, who is part of the journey, who has been following the journey, who is just hearing about us for the first time, they can still get tickets, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what? It's one of those things that once it leaves Auckland, it may, it may very well move on to other parts of New Zealand, but then, you know, it is on, it's, it's going to travel on. It's going to move on to, you know, possibly back to Australia. It could be somewhere else in the world. Who knows? But it's not something that, you, you know, it, it is a unique production, even if, it, even if it was Phantom or something else, as you know. It can take years and years and years and years for a production to come back into town, you know, anywhere you live, um, unless you're in Broadway or West End. But, um, <laughs> but even then, hey, but even then, now you have runs and then you may not see a show again for years. I'm, I'm seeing all of the trailers for the Aladdin movie right now, and I'm totally sure. bummed that I didn't see the musical um, uh, when it was touring all around Australia and New Zealand. and. And now I probably won't for another good couple of years. And, and Mira is a, is a very similar example. So what, what I'm saying is, and this is, this is really genuine, and, and I'm exactly the same. There have been so many shows that have come to town. Um, you know, personally, I, am, I love musical theatre and I see um, I'm, I'm the opposite to you, George, in that I have seen many, many, many stage shows all, all around the world. And... Um, and I've seen Jersey Boys on Broadway and I've seen it all over the world. And I, it was just in Brisbane and I just couldn't get my act together to go up there and see it in Brisbane. And I'm still kicking myself. I mean, I've seen the fan, I've seen fan of the opera about five times in five different places around the world. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you love a show and, and of course, all these shows I talk of that I love, there was the first time for me where I didn't know. I mean, it sounded good. I mean, just the same way I would hear about Mira. Um, you hear about it, you know, you might see a, a clip about it on the internet or back in, I'm, I'm a bit a bit older than you, um, back in the day, I don't, even, I don't even remember. Gosh, I started going to the theatre back in the early 90s. So I was, I was just even young myself. And um, you just come to know about it. You might have seen the video. Like, you know, obviously a lot of famous musicals are like West Side Story, are, are movies. Um, and then, you know, there are also stage shows, et cetera. But, you know, everything, there's a first time for everything. And I and, and people have just got to know, just because you have not seen Mira before, well, hey, you know you love Phantom. You know you love Les Mis. You know you love Cats. Well, there was a first time you saw that too. And you didn't know if you are going to like it or not. And then you've seen it, you've loved it, and you've possibly, like me, seen it five or ten times in different productions around the world. So people have got to sort of be open, know that this could be their next favourite, and just put put a few dollars down, get yourself out for a great night on theatre, and, okay, if you don't happen to like it, well, I can't believe you wouldn't like it because I've seen it and it was incredible. My mouth was agape for, like, an hour and a half or however long it went for. It was fabulous. 
but I think I think that's the number one thing people that they really need to consider is there was the first time for everything. Just step out of step out of your you know don't be closed minded. Step out of your comfort zone. Give something new a go, and you'll probably absolutely love it. I agree. I know that as much as my exposure to theatre was quite limited. The second after I saw Mirror, it went straight to the top of my list and I don't think there's anything coming close to topping it soon. But I will be there and I cannot wait to see it a second time round um, coming up in Auckland. We'll be at the ASB Waterfront Theatre this year for anyone in Auckland who wanted to attend and, and gets to witness this, this beautiful, beautiful, amazing stage production. It will be over the long weekend at the end of this month, which should just be in about a week or two, really not too long now. Um, but Joanne, just as you and I know, everybody can head to our website. They can head to wilddreamerproductions.com. They can Google Wild Dreamer. They can Google Mirror Auckland. And these are all the best ways to find tickets. Or, of course, you can head to the ASB website themselves. But Joanne, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for all of your wisdom, for all of your stories and anecdotes about Mirror. It's been so great to talk to you and, and actually get your, your perspective and input on how your journey's been. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, George. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you soon.